We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. In a world where the lives of everyday people are preordained by the script that must be followed, a ragtag team of scamps dare to speak their highly unqualified opinions publicly. They dare to go off script. Unscripted the film show. You're listening to Unscripted the film show. You can't handle the truth. Man, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? We hope we will amuse you tonight on, um, I was going to say, funky films. Uh-huh. I went into autopilot. It's amazing. We've been unscripted, I think, for, for longer than I was doing it for funky films, but um, still jumped into funky films. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you're listening to Unscripted here with uh, Lewis and Rachel Cecilius stuck at work. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm sure Cecilia would much rather be here rather mm. than be at work because, you know, work is... I'm sure, like, we all enjoy our work to a point, but, uh, yeah, it's much better being on radio. Uh, um, I'm happy. Mm. I'm happy. Um, so, this week, you've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Look, I do have a bunch of stuff to talk about. And I've got a bunch of nothing to talk yeah. about. Apart from the fact that the new Deadpool trailer came out and it looks wonderful. That's right. In a very entertaining and funny way. Yes. So there was a... The, a little football game called the Super Bowl in the uh, United States of America this uh, this week, uh, and during the Super Bowl there was a lot of like you know commercials that pay, people pay uh, a lot of money for. They do, um, and uh, they they do commercials for trailers. So they drop trailers and they do a Super Bowl commercial going, "Hey, look, we've dropped this trailer. Go check out the trailer." And so two of the big ones was Deadpool and Wolverine, and. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> He's so sneezing. Excited. I'm so excited. Uh, it was actually a sneeze cough. Oh, uh, a sneeze cough. Yeah, it was more of a choky, sneezy cough yeah. kind of situation. I don't have those, but sometimes I have hiccups where you hiccup hiccup and then you burp. Ah, nice, a hiccup nice. burp. Uh, but but yeah. Were you going to mention Wicked? Yes, Wicked as well mm. as uh, as Deadpool. Um, but yeah, the Deadpool trailer was, uh, was good because this is the first Deadpool since the Fox acquisition, so this is the first Disney Deadpool. Mm. And there's, in the trailer, there's a, a reference, which I don't think I can mention on, ra- on radio. Uh, no. Um, the, uh, there's a reference uh, about uh, a certain act. It's a little and, bit dirty. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and Disney, and it was, uh, it's very funny. Um, but, yeah, this is a real teaser, though. It's just, it's just, it's just teasing. Yeah, like it's te- particularly teasing. Like the title of the film is called Deadpool and Wolverine, and there's not a lot of Wolverine in this trailer. You, you know what's funny is I don't know if I'm a little bit behind or just not following thing. We, we, I know this is the fact. I just don't follow enough information. But for some reason, I thought that Daniel Radcliffe was going to be no, Wolverine, no. and I think it's just because he's beefed up for something else. And like, he should play Wolverine, but it's still. Mr. Hugh, isn't it? It's still Hugh Jackman, and it's the, probably the reason you think it was Daniel Radcliffe is because I've been pushing the Daniel Radcliffe oh, okay. Wolverine boat out for a very long time. You've brainwashed me. Yeah, I have. I've been incepted. I have incepted you. Now all I need to do is incept Kevin Feige, and we'll all be good. <laughs> I but think yeah, it's too late at this point. Yeah, I honestly think. Well, I mean, it's, I think like really this will probably, be, hopefully, this will be the last time that Hugh Jackman plays Wolverine. Because oh, no offense, you. Well, I mean, the thing is, the he's, guy he's was getting on. The guy was done. He was like, okay, I'm done playing Wolverine. No more Wolverine for me. No more protein. No more working out of the gym. I'm going to be song and dance band. Leave me alone. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds was like, can't be Wolverine. Can't be Wolverine. Can't be Wolverine. <laughs> and he just did that for long enough where he was going, fine, fine. I will do it. I'll put on the yellow spandex. I will be Wolverine. You try to say no to Ryan Reynolds. Good luck. True, yes. It's, it's, it's very difficult. He's very... Uh, uh, he's a very a man with a lot of influence and uh, mm-hmm. and very mm-hmm. persistent. Um, but yeah, the the Wolverine trailer is good. It uh, plays into a bit of the TVA. So if you watch Loki, you'll uh, understand that. Although all the TVA people you'll see uh, 
different to all the ones that we saw previously, which and is weird. TBA? TVA. TV. Time Variance Authority. Okay. Which is why, because like, you know how um, in the end of the second Deadpool film, he went around jumping through time and was correcting things? Oh, yep. Yep. Well, since then, the MCU has introduced the Time Variance Authority who try to stop people from doing stuff like that. Yeah, because so, things can be messed up. Yeah, so yep. it's, it's interesting to, to see how, how, how that goes. But, uh, yeah, very excited. That is the only Marvel film that will be coming out this year. That is the only Marvel film I've been excited to see for many, many years. Well, hopefully this is the film that uh, you know does make it right again because as um, uh, as Deadpool says in, in the trailer, uh, he is the Messiah, he is Marvel Jesus. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited by that. Uh, also saw Wicked. Now, the, the thing with Wicked is this isn't like Wicked. The movie. This is Wicked, the movie, part one. Oh, no. Yeah, so Wicked, the movie, part one, comes out in November this year. Wicked, the movie, part two, comes out next year. Oh, well, that's not too much time. Sometimes mm. they spread them out, but that's good. That's a good amount of time. Yeah, um, and so it looks interesting. I mean, I'm like I'm a purist when it comes to, to Wicked. Like, you know, I, when I listen to my Broadway uh, you know, soundtrack of Wicked, it's uh, um, Indian... Indi- uh, how do you pronounce her name? Menzel. Uh, Indina Menzel. Did I get it right? Indina Menzel? Mm-hmm. Yes, cool. Uh, and uh, I don't know, John Travolta, you tell me. And Chenoweth's, um, uh, whatever her first Chenoweth? name is. Chenoweth, yeah, whatever her first oh, name is. Oh, my gosh, is. we're going to um, nobody's. It's okay. That, to me, that's, that's, that's kind of wicked kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but I believe in this it's Ariane... Ariana Grande, yes, which she sounds like a coffee, um, <laughs> and someone else. Um, yeah, yeah, playing uh, Elphaba. Elphaba. Yeah. Elphaba. Elf. I. The yeah, wicked. It's Elphaba. It's, it's yep. like it's kind of like Elf, it's hard it's to like say. Alphabet, but I feel like I've got a lisp when I'm saying it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks it just it, it looks interesting, um, and I'm a big wicked fan. So it's uh, Cynthia and. Erivo, Cynthia Erivo playing Alphaba and uh, Ariana Grande playing Galinda. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. But the, the play, um, the musical is like two and a half hours. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they turn this into two kind of films. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Big fan of Wicked. I think I've seen it twice, maybe three times. I can't remember. I've just seen it the once, but um, I'm... It was it was interesting seeing the trailer because it is very much a teaser. Mm. It does not give you much no. at all, but that's okay. I see Jeff Goldblum is in there playing the wizard. Yes, yeah, that's exciting to me. Um, mm. And I, I I read the book as well. So oh, you did too. That's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward because there's um, a whole plot in the book. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I think I think it's in the play as well. Um, about uh, like animal uh, people who are like part animal becoming more of the animal, less of the person kind of thing. Like animorphs? Yeah. Like the kids' teen, teen books yeah, that yeah. I never read? So I'm interested to see how, how that goes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been like just hanging out for Wicked for years as a, a, a movie. They've been talking about it for a long yeah. time. And now it's finally happening, so I'm very excited and I hope they don't screw it up. Well, it's always a possibility. Yeah, it is. The other thing I posted on our um, Facebook page, I know we don't really get fully into the Oscars, um, but I do like Jimmy Kimmel and he is the Oscar um, presenter this year and they did a little bit of an ad where he gets guided by um, Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. as um, what's the, the, the creepy Barbie called again? Oh, uh, it was Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie, Um, yes, which Lewis says, all of my Barbies are Weird Barbie because I cut all of their hair off. Heck yeah. (laughs) And yes, I did. Um, And yes, they are. And that's appropriate for me, actually. Um, But if you haven't got a chance to watch it, it's quite funny. You know, it's it's obviously they're using the Barbie theme and you've got um, Ryan Gosling in there as well. So it's good. It's funny. Mm. It's enjoyable. Yeah, well, Enjoyable. I think it'll be good. I just wonder who's going to come and slap him. Because isn't that a thing that they do now at the Oscars? Like somebody slaps people? It's, uh, well, it no? depends how offensive <laughs> is it he is. And, Fair um, Yes, yeah. That was a couple of years ago now, wasn't it? It was. It was two years ago, yes. Yeah. And he still hasn't recovered from it. Chris Rock or Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dear. 
Now, I wasn't here last week. Uh, Neither was I. You weren't here either. No and, one was here. Rachel, sorry, Cecilia wasn't here either. So we, we, we do apologise for leaving you showless yeah. last week. Uh, my reason for not being here was because I saw a legend on stage. I saw Henry Winkler <gasps> on stage at oh the, at the, uh, the, the uh, Perth Concert Hall. Uh, and uh, it was it was interesting um, because it was I, I wasn't sure what to expect from uh, from like seeing Henry Winkler on stage. I've seen before um, like a famous person has come to Perth and where they do like Q and A's and like, yeah, I think, bit of a chat. I think it was like Andrew Denton and Billy Crystal, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. We're doing that that yeah, just doing a bit of a chatty kind of thing, and I was like. Um, Henry Winkler is like 78, so he's four years younger than my dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's an old dude. Uh, so uh, and I apologise, maybe my dad's just not as you know, uh, vibrant as other you know, 82-year-olds. But um, I was expecting at like 78 he would maybe be sitting down and somebody interviewing him and, and doing that kind of thing. No, he came out and did an hour like you know, presentation thing. Like mm-hmm. he had the worst PowerPoint ever. But um, Oh, no. <laughs> It was still like, you know, it was still brilliant. Like it was, you know, Henry Winkley came out uh, and first off just tells this story, which ends up being a joke, um, just delivers it per- perfectly, just absolutely fantastic. And then he does a an hour-long thing about his life, his career, you know, all, all those kind of things and, you know, shows you some photographs and, and that sort of stuff. And it was just great. And I was going, well, this is this is good. I'm, I'm enjoying this. But I said, like, this is only an hour kind of thing. What are you going to do for the other, like, half of the show? Because we, we, we knew it was going to be two hours with an interval. And so then... Q&A, Q&A, Q&A? Yep. So we went away, Yay. came back, and it was a Q&A. So you had the, the microphone set up and everything like that. And then people were coming down. They are asking their questions. That's awesome. So what did you ask? Uh, I didn't. I was up, like, in the second seat. Oh, we, were, right. we were like We were on the, the top tier at the very front. So we are looking mm. straight down at him. No heads in the way kind of thing. It was really good. Um, and he was, he was answering his questions. Uh, the interesting thing was, like, you know, I, when I see Henry Winkler, I think of the Fonz. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard the Fonz in such a long time that I'd forgotten that the voice he uses for the Fonz is actually a different voice to his real voice. Yeah. And sometimes he'd slip into the Fonz voice while he was on stage. Went, That's true. The Fonz was a true character. It wasn't just an extension of who you are. It's a complete, like, opposite person to, to Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler and the Fonz are as far apart as you yeah. can get. Like, it's just, it was amazing to see that. Um, it's funny. Yes, I grew up watching Happy Days. But for me, for some reason, and I think it's probably because I've seen it a lot, he's the principal from Scream yeah. <laughs> for me, <laughs> which is a bit odd. But, yeah. But I, I think he's, uh, like, have you seen Barry? No. Okay, so in Barry, he's the drama teacher in Barry. And I, I think that that's, a, that he's, his drama teacher's a bit very, very self-absorbed, not, a, mm-hmm. not the nicest person. But that's, and I'm not saying Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler's the nicest person in the world, my God. Yeah. Um, when you go and see this this performance, you come out just going, yes, we must save the children. And by save the children, I mean actually like, you know, treat the children like, you know, they've got something to contribute to society. Yeah. And, and like the, the more that you put into the children, the more you'll get back and all this kind of stuff. So he's a very positive person, really, really good. Um, but uh, yeah, just the, 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 the Fonz character in him is so different. The mm. character he plays where it's like, a Jewish drama teacher is more who he actually is. Except less arrogant. Less arrogant and all that kind yep. of stuff. But yeah, he's a great person. And so he did that. And he's an hour of presentation. He did an hour of Q&A. And then he goes, right, if anyone here wants to get a photograph with me, um, I'm going to be out in the foyer. I'm going to be there as long as it takes. I look forward to seeing you. Holy moly. Do you know how big the Perth Concert Hall is? How many people it holds? A, a lot. 1,729. Yeah. He offered to stay there and get photographs with 1,729 people. Like Kat and I, we, we did uh, go and get in line. I was like, yeah, that'd be cool to get a photo with Henry Winkler. And then we're saying like, going, we're going to be here for hours. Mm. And we're just like, so we just like went, no, no, we've got stuff to do in the morning. As much yeah. as I would love to get a photograph, it would be pretty much high photograph by kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was like, no, we're going to, we have to let it go. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just amazed. Like, so, so yeah. one hour presentation, one hour Q&A, and then God knows how many hours he would have been there taking photographs of Yeah, people. what but, a champion. Oh, my God. Just, I, I went in there thinking Henry Winkler's a, one of the greatest people ever, and I came out thinking, I think he's 
definitely in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny you were saying you were expecting at that age that he'd be sitting down, but you look at those really active people of that age. You've got people like um, Paul McCartney who's still doing concerts. He's 81. Yeah, yeah. Like there's people who still keep going. They just take a lot of glucosamine for their um, joints and, you know, they just get out there and do it. I, I was watching, uh, well, I came home and Kat was watching um, the Elton John concert that's on Disney Plus now. Yeah. And uh, I, I was just, I just sat there and I was eating my dinner. And I was just watching it and just like Elton John's obviously quite an old guy, but his band looks like they're just ancient. Looks like a, a bunch of eighty-year-olds on stage. And there's this guy, this guy, like he had like several different drummers, and then there was this guy right at the top that had like all different kind of percussion instruments, and he it looked like Flacco, like Paul <laughs> Livingston, just this new nut guy, just completely bald guy wearing sunglasses, just going off on stuff. And I was like, God, this guy looks. So much like Flacco. So, yeah, it's uh, – but, yeah, and I said to Kat, I went, oh, man, his band is really old. And Kat went, yeah, well, that's the thing when you get old. Your friends are old. <laughs> yeah, we can't help it. It's just something that happens. Yeah, just, yeah. just happens. But yeah, and anyway. if you've still got friends that are that old hanging around with you, obviously um, you're a pretty cool dude. I know. Otherwise they wouldn't still be around, yeah. right? So it's a, get what, get out there and do stuff, like play music or like just, just move – and you know, move your body. You've got to do that because if you don't, then you're going to sedentary and then it breaks down and doesn't work. Yeah. So, and how are you going to do your hour long show with an hour long QA? Exactly. And like, yeah, exactly. How are you I've going got, to do that? I've got my mum and dad water walking now. Very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, we'll be back in a moment and we might talk about one of the three movies you've got to talk about. Excellent. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. So, Madam Web is the latest um, Sony Marvel combo, like movie franchisey movie to come out. <laughs> uh, okay, so that involves comic booky type people. So, Madam Web is the the latest Sony Marvel film to come out. So, see, I got that right. I just didn't word it great. Yeah. So, like, just so people are aware. There's Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and and that's like the Avengers, and it gets really complex because Spider-Man is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of a deal made with Sony so that they could use Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But then you've got these uh, Sony movies that are um, uh, Spider-Man adjacent characters that... Like Venom. Like Venom Mm -hmm. and like Morbius and like uh, the Craven the, the, the Hunter. Um, I guess, well, Into the Spider-Verse seems to be its own thing. Yeah. Um, and and so, yeah, so you've got these like tangential Spider-Man movies where it's got Spider-Man characters but no Spider-Man. Although this one here kind of has Spider-Man in it but not what, really. What, because of the word web? <laughs> no, no, no. So, look... So the, I've seen like you know, Venom, Venom Two, and Morbius so far. Or, mm. uh, uh, Morbius, Living Vampire. Now, um, Madam Web is not as bad as those. <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched the trailer. It looked fairly good. So Cassandra Webb is the main character, right? Dakota Fanning, and she's like a paramedic. Yes. Am I right? Yes. So, um, yeah, I know she's in it and um, Sydney Sweeney, who's in a lot of things at the moment, um, you know, White Lotus recently and, and a rom-com that's been in my face constantly to the point where I'm like, baby, I just need to see it. And then I'm like, well, that's how advertising works. If it's in your face enough, you're going to just see it. It's called Anyone what? But You. Anyone But You, okay. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, is that the one set in Australia? Yes. It is, right, okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have seen that uh, trailer as well. Yes. Um, okay, so, so, yeah, so I wouldn't like lump this in saying this is a, a, a terrible film. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 keep, I see where you're going there. Yep. I wouldn't. But uh, the, uh, the, 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 the brain's trust that is uh, Rotten Ooh. Tomatoes and you, and uh, IMDb apparently yeah the aggregation of scores they would say that Madam Web is is not a great film uh, they've uh, given it fifteen um, percent for the tomato meter. <laughs> um, 
Sorry. I just love sometimes reading these little comments on, on um, IMDb. Um, makes Morbius look like the Godfather 2. Um, yikes, this one says. And this one says, is this a bad superhero movie? No. It is one of the worst pictures ever. Well, I don't know. It just to me, it's not like that bad a film. I think, like sometimes, I think critics can just, um, you know, just navel gaze a bit too much. Like, um, look, look, critics. If you if you if you want to be uh, you know overcritical about things, you make a movie and, and see how well the received that one is. Because it's it's hard making a movie. <laughs> it's it's like yeah, you got to get all the cameraman and or, or you know, get a script made uh you know you've got to do do a lot of things there's a lot of things there's that a lot go of things into it. Go into it. A lot of the, uh, i think if you got most of these critics to make a film i think it would be terrible you know because those who can do those who can't criticize those who can this this is why we say we're not film critics we're reviewers we're reviewers exactly now so and madam webb like it's not this is not uh, like a classic piece of film. This is not going to win awards. It's no Citizen Kane. It isn't Citizen Kane. There's no Rosebud here. There's no dudes in it. No. Well, no. there is, but they're side characters. Yeah, yeah. There's a dude. He's the bad guy. So, I was going to say side pieces, yeah, but no, that, would, no. that sounds bad. You've got, you got a dude who's the bad guy. Now, I've, I've seen a lot of films over my years, um, and this isn't one of the worst films I've seen. <laughs> this, this is like a film I'd probably... I feel like you're not selling it, though. I th- still feel like you're not selling it. Well, I think it's, it's kind of a cool film in that, uh, you know, the main character, Cassandra Webb, she can see, like, snippets of the future, like, to start, start, start off with. And the reason for that is that when uh, her mum like was pregnant with her she went to the, the, the these this far dark jungle to find a spider that would have restorative properties that could help humanity and she was really you know she had the best interests of humanity at heart to find this this spider then the spider is stolen by the guy that she had hired to be her bodyguard um and that's a, a dude called Ezekiel Sims and I think Ezekiel, his only thing was I want this spider for my own, uh, you know, to make me super strong and to give me powers and to keep me alive and screw you and screw the rest of the world. And so he steals a spider um, and then uh, Cassandra's mum dies, but Cassandra is born. And because Cassandra's mum had been bitten by the spider, some of the powers of the spider are passed on to her. And one of those things is being able to, like, eventually see... The future in flashes, she can see the future. And Look, I don't want to mum shame, but she sounds like a really irresponsible pregnant person. Well, I think you need to. <laughs> I think you need to see the film before you start throwing judgment around. Okay. Now, um, so it, so she becomes a uh, becomes a um, uh, paramedic. Paramedic, yeah. She becomes a paramedic. She is working with uh, Ben Parker. Now, does that name ring a bell? No. Really? I'm sorry. Really? Um, Uncle Ben? Who oh, dies? Oh, ben Parker. Okay. Ben Parker, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, with yep, me yep. now. You're I'm with, with you. I'm, okay. Yep, I'm on board. So her partner is Ben Parker. Uh, Ben's just mentioned that he's found a girl. She could be the one. Oh. I don't think he mentions her name is May, but um, I'm thinking that maybe it's May. probably yeah. her. Um, but his... Uh, sister-in-law Mary Parker is heavily pregnant with a kid. Oh. Don't know. She'll probably call him Peter. I'm assuming. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying is this: this film is set in the early 2000s. So yeah, uh, you know, Peter does kind of appear as a bump. As a bump. As a bump. <laughs> um, so anyway, the the film like has got to have a, like a reason. Like you don't just have a woman who can see like snippets of the future a guy who is just you know bombing around going i've got spider powers bang on me <laughs> um and so you've got to have some sort of reason for that for being now the reason that uh, the uh, guy ezekiel sims becomes like a bad guy because clearly he's a bad guy doesn't mind killing people has probably been doing it for profit because he lives in a very you know 
penthouse he kind of place, I think in New York. Right. So he's kind of well off. He's got some money. I, I think he's been doing bad stuff for a couple of decades mm-hmm. and uh, he has these visions though because, again, spider bite, visions come with it, part of the package. Um, and his visions are that three women kill him. Just he, he goes to bed and has, these, has these nightmares of like, oh, my God, getting killed by girls. That's wrong. And uh, all of a sudden he became Australian. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stop it, ladies. Yeah, but it's truth. <laughs> Killing me. Um, so, yeah, so he he's, uh, you know, they're, they're like, going, oh, yeah, we, we kill you. And he's like, no, don't kill me. And he's like, <laughs> well, hang on a tick. These chicks have powers. If I kill them now while they're young and don't have powers – then they won't kill me later on. Ah, so that's the thing. He's trying to preempt the future. He's trying to change the future. He's trying mm. to make sure that his killing doesn't happen because he's killed the people who are going to kill him. Mm. So uh, those three girls are Sydney Sweeney playing Julia, Julia Cornwell, uh, Isabella Mus, uh, Mercedes, uh, Anya Konza Zone, and uh, Celeste O'Connor playing Maddie Franklin. Um, Three very different girls. Like you got, you know, Celeste, who's this, you know, African American New Yorker, whose uh, p- parents are very rich and have just gone off and left her with a maid kind of thing. Um, and then you got uh, Isabella. Uh, she's a Mexican uh, person. I don't know if she's. I think she might be a legal Mexican person in living in New York City. Her dad's been deported. She's by herself uh, as a teenager. Uh, so it's not going to go. You know, very uh, rich person, very 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 poor person. And then you got Sydney Sweeney's character. Julia Cornwall, where she is um, a uh, child of divorce, uh, and so her mum is in LA, her dad is in New York, her dad has a new f- a new uh, wife and a new kid, and she's kind of like really on the outer. It's like that she's dad, just the old, the dad, yeah, yeah. The, the dad, like when. Uh, yeah, the mum has an accident. And the dad, so like, is like, oh, you know, we, the family needs to go and see her and like leave her out of it. It's oh, I want to slap that dad. Oh, just a, a bad dad. You know, it's kind of like if you got kids, you gotta love them all equally. None of this like oh, new kid, old kid stuff. Don't be like that. Um, anyway, so I like uh, okay, I, yeah, I saw these kids. I went good. I like this. I'm identif- I'm, I'm not a girl. But I'm identifying with the characters. Mm-hmm. So this is good. Um, I don't know how they get their powers. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm sure, I'm sure at some point it'll get explained possibly or might not ever get explained. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, so the girls are threatened. Uh, Cassandra's seeing the girls getting killed and so she feels compelled to help them. And... And so that's what it all comes down to. It's basically a chase for the, the, the majority of the film is them trying to stay a few steps ahead of Ezekiel who has enlisted um, a uh, – who has enlisted um, Zosky Mamet uh, who plays Amari. She's from Girls and she's been in other stuff as uh. well. When you see her face, you just go, that, 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 that chick, yeah, I know her, I know yep. her. Um, so she's uh, the, like this tech person who's tracking the girls down and you know doing all that kind of stuff. So I mean, the, the film isn't bad. The film is enjoyable. It's like not. Uh, it's also not like a uh, two hour or it's well, it is actually two hours. It's <laughs> it's two hours long. It's not a big arc. It's not over two it's not, hours. It's not over two hours. No, two, one hour to fifty seven minutes. <laughs> what are you complaining about? <laughs> what are you complaining about? Suck but, it up, guys. Yeah, uh, but no, it was like. Seriously, I enjoyed this more than Aquaman. <laughs> it's like, I, there's <laughs> the bar is yeah, low. I, I, I probably wait a second. Wait a second. Is it better than Spider Man Three? Oh uh, yeah, hell yeah. Where Tobey Maguire dances. Yeah, down yeah, the, much, much yeah. better than that. Yeah. There, there was, there was no that, that cringy stuff. Um, no, I just liked it. Like you're having you know three three girls from different areas of of life, different experiences, just having to come together and like survive. Um, it was it was really good. Um, very heavy on the Pepsi advertising. Oh yeah, that's how they pay for things. Which was interesting because I was drinking a Coke. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, I, I didn't hate this film, uh, but as I said, a lot of. Uh, a lot of um, uh, critics have uh, said they didn't like this film. That's their opinion. Um, uh, I will leave it up to the audience. Now, the audience uh, score at the moment is 59%, so that's not great. But, you know, I, I'm interested to see if that goes up as, as things progress. But it's just a shame because this is like a uh, movie with four female leads. Mm. And I just wish, like, I, I, I enjoyed the film, but I wish it was better. 
just yeah. so that more people would go and see it. And then the studios would go, oh, people went and saw this film with women in it. Let's make more films with women in it. Yeah. But uh, I think if th- this film keeps getting bashed by people, then people might not see it. They might wait until it's on streaming somewhere and then they might give it a chance then. But, yeah, I just don't know where the hate's coming from. It's not that bad a film. Like, it's, uh, yeah, there's not, there wasn't, I mean, it's it's not like uh, a film where. It's it, no Hunger Games with snakes and songbirds. I would watch this uh, ten times before <laughs> I watch that film again. Like, seriously. It's weird though. It's like, um, no, I'll leave that for the end because I've got I've got a, a point to make, uh, right. but I won't make it now. I've still got two other films to review, so uh, I will leave uh, Madam Web there. I am going to give this one uh, three pretty spiders. Oh, very nice. Well, we'll go to another sponsor and we'll be back uh, with a couple more reviews. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. Lewis is telling a very interesting story off air, but we have no time to finish that. I'm sorry, Lewis. We don't. We'll, we'll, we'll. <laughs> this is our. This is what happens every Thursday when we actually both appear here. We try to have conversations in the very short amount of time that sponsors are on, and we only ever get half yeah. the conversation. So I'm just going to guess what happened in the rest of your story, but um, feel like sewage is everywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not like it's not like that. It's a uh, yeah. Do, do, See now the audience have no idea. What we were trying to talk about. So just, just, in, just in brief, quickly, the uh, out the front of our house, uh, there's we've got like a street, uh, like there's no overhead power line, so it's like uh, one of those green uh, things where it's the access to the power in your property. Yeah. Um, and then in front of that is like a, the access to the sewer in the property, uh, just in case you need to come and like fix it for some reason. Mm. Um, and both of those things, our neighbours had driven over and 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 busted. Well done, um, neighbours. And having like that that thing where your like power lines and stuff like that are underneath there, uh, having that open uh, is not good, particularly if it rains or something like that. Be very bad. Uh, so I was really surprised because I went, "Oh, that's not good. Uh, better call Western Power." And then got around to calling Western Power. And then I thought like you know, they'd get to it in a day, a couple of days, maybe a week later. Just that's the way things work. They were there that day. Oh. And but the 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 thing uh, before was at ground level. And uh, that's how they could drive over it. Uh, and when Western Power replaced it, it was kind of like a little bit higher out of the ground. and went, off oh, fair plate here, put it a bit higher out of the ground, be a lot harder to drive over that. And then I went to work and came back today. Western Power's come back and they've actually like put a new one in that's like, you know, just really stuck out of the ground. Oh, no. It's like, it don't, I don't care. It's, Here's your temporary yeah. one for a day and now we're going to replace it with something ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's like just a, don't drive over this kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, I, I just thought it was, was quite amusing that they, they did that, which is... Uh, and uh, how quick? There's your review, Western uh, Power. Western, pa- Western Power. I'm going well to give that one five green things sticking out of the ground. <laughs> well done. I would say uh, other like power providers are available, but I don't think I don't they think are. they are. No, no, you're quite right. Right. Mm. Um, so you saw two other films. You saw Argyle, mm. which to me, every time I saw the trailer, I just went, mm, not for me. That looks dumb. Um, That's the point. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and you also saw Humanist Vampires. Um, oh, hang on. Humanist, scary, sorry. Humanist colon vampire seeking consenting suicidal person. Yes. Did I get it right? Yes. Wonderful. So what are we going to review first? Uh, I'm going to go with humanist vampire seeking consenting suicidal person. I'm sorry, excuse me. It's humanist colon vampire seeing. Do it right. If I have to do it right, you have to do it right. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't think you actually pronounce the colon, but anyway. You don't say colon? No. no, I think I just like saying it because it could be one of two things. That is very true. It's like humanist vampire, uh, part of the digestive system. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so now... Okay, oh, so we've gone to silly town now, haven't we? We have. This film, film? is is set in uh, Canada, in uh, in one of the French. It's Canadian. In one of the French parts of Canada, because oh. they are French Canadians. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like Montreal, probably Montreal, Ontario. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the yeah, set in the uh, in the French Canada and. It's a world where vampires exist. I don't think I don't think they like. I don't think they want people to know that vampires exist. I think they're trying to keep that whole Shh, thing a bit. Guys, yeah, stop it. Trying to keep it a bit hush hush that vampires exist. Um, and uh, so there's this 
one of the vampires uh, is a is a young girl. Now they're not like your traditional vampires. Um, they can so they don't sparkle. <laughs> don't. I've got I've not got a lot of time here left. I'm I've sorry. Got to... <laughs> okay. Um, so the vampires, uh, they can do the traditional thing of I bite you, you don't die, you're a vampire. So mm-hmm. when they bite someone, particularly if they're annoying, they try to make sure they die because they don't want them becoming vampires. Fair. Um, but then there's also, I think they can just have a child and then the child will grow up uh, and be a vampire uh, but just will live for a long time. Now, one of the vampires in it was like her auntie and the auntie was like 300 and something years old and she looked fairly old so I'm thinking maybe their lifespan could be like maybe 500 years or something like that. Um, but the, uh, the, the one uh, vampire, uh, Sasha, uh, she was a, a young vampire in the like 70s or the 60s and they, they brought, it was her birthday and they brought a party clown for her. Oh, no. Didn't go well for the party clown and it kind of like traumatised her. Did he her. taste funny? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It, I it, couldn't not make yeah, that yeah, reference. Yeah. It it it, it uh, didn't go well with the party clown. It traumatized um, Sasha, and then she just couldn't kill people. Like which is as a vampire, something you've got to do to survive is to kill people. Which um, so they kill people, but then they like drain their blood and they put the blood into bags and then have the bags in the fridge and then they can have like your know, blood on tap when they need it. So mm. they don't have to just constantly kill people over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, you can have like a whole like weekend session yeah. where you just kill tons of them. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I, to to me, I was just going, well, if they're just drinking blood of people that they've killed before, it's sitting in a fridge. If these vampires want to survive, wouldn't it make more sense to them to come out and say, look, we're vampires, we have to drink blood, that's the only literal way we're going to be able to survive. Um, the choice is that we kill you and take your blood or, you, you know, the blood that you get from blood donation. Mm-hmm. Can we just have some of that? Can you guys just donate Just it? donate the blood so we don't have to kill you. Don't worry about that dying person no. over there. No. no, see, this is where I think the problem is because people would just be like, well, no, we're just going to call Buffy. You yeah. can't be doing that. But this is the thing. is like you know, if the vampires were, were like honest about it and said, look, we need the blood. If we don't have the blood, we're going to die. Uh, could we have some blood? Then I'm sure that people No. Would just... Are you not having my nice blood? So That's you... going to the person who has cancer. I'm not going to give it to a vampire. But so, so the person with cancer, if you don't give them blood... They're going to die. Yes. The vampire, if you don't give them blood, they're going to die. Yeah, but they're a vampire. Yeah, I know, but they're a vampire saying, I don't want to kill people. I want to be a vampire. This isn't the movie, by the way. (laughs) 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 The movie movie is not a debate between the ethics of being a vampire. (laughs) So... The movie, okay, so Sasha is like, I, I can't kill. I need to drink blood. I'm going to take the blood out of the fridge. I'm going to drink that. I know that blood comes from a person who was killed, but I didn't kill them. So, but then, you know, she gets to a point where her parents are basically, get out of the house, go and live with your cousin and learn to be a vampire. Otherwise, you're going to die. And so she gets kicked out and the whole thing's about her trying to learn to be a vampire, but she can't do it. So she thinks that maybe, well, if a person wants to die, is that so bad? Mm. And then she um, forms a bond with Paul, who is a guy who wants to die. Um, but Can it's, I guess? Then she doesn't want him to die and they fall in love. I'm not going to tell you. You'll you'll have to go on and see the film. But it is an interesting. It is an interesting. Um, I like this concept. Concept, yeah. It's very different to any other vampire movie you've you've kind of seen, and it's got your your gory. Actually, no, it doesn't really have the, the all the killings are kind of off screen. There's nothing too in your face about it. Um, but it is an interesting kind of uh, take on vampirism. Um, and uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. And uh, it, did, it does make you have these discussions. Like the debate we were just having then yeah. about like if vampires did exist uh-huh. and they came out and they said, look, if we don't get blood, we're going to die. You know, what would society do? Like, Well, my if- brain's already tangenting to other things as well. Like wouldn't it just coagulate 
in the fridge. No, no, we'll keep... but anyway, yeah. we won't go there because we don't have time. Yes, yeah. So, but it's a it's an interesting film. It does, uh, yeah, give you some um, uh, topics to have a discussion about after after you've watched the film. Um, does it have subtitles because it's it, from French Canada? It is subtitled. Canada, yes. Canada. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the, the, that's the interesting thing as well because they were like. Um, at one point, they say, well, we can't go anywhere. We can't speak English. I was like, how can you, like, I mean, I know in, in French Canada, they, they speak predominantly French, but, you know, surely if you'd been around for, like, 60 years at this point, you, you might have I mean, learn English. another language. You're yeah. not going to die. You've got heaps of time. Yeah, I mean, she can play piano beautifully. Like, <laughs> seriously, if you can read music, I'm sure Download you can. Babel or one of yeah. those other Duolingo things or something. I mean, you're doing nothing else in your time, just, like, playing piano. You're not even busy blood. killing people. Oh, learn, yeah. speak English. But, sorry, it's us being very, very, uh, you know, racist about the whole thing. But <laughs> racist yeah. about vampires yeah. who only speak French. Yeah, exactly. I'm very French sorry. Vampires. Maybe it's the, the thing, like, they just like, no, no, I only speak French. It's just like I refuse to speak English. So it's, I don't know, maybe that's it. I don't know. But anyway, it's a, I enjoyed the film and uh, apparently the critics enjoyed the film as well. They gave that 83%. Nice. Uh, no one has apparently seen the film because there's no audience score yet, but it is out in cinemas. So uh, I would encourage people to go, go and see the film. It sounds very cool. It, How many um, blood bags are you giving it? Um, do I want to give it blood bags? Um, I'll give it um, four... Organs, and nice. no, that's, not, that's not like organs, as in like your your colon. Pianos. I'm thinking piano organs, right. like yeah, because she pianos, she not does pianos, pianos. Yeah, she plays the pianos, and uh, <laughs> and it's really good. Um, or yeah, or I can give it like you know, uh, three traumatic clown incidents. <laughs> um, We've, I, yeah, I am sorry I made you tangent, but I guess we do have to talk about Argyle as well. So, yeah, so let's jump right in there. But don't you want to play the last ad before we do that? Oh, let's do that quickly then. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. And we're back. Radio no, we're back. 107.9 no, FM. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. You're just you just talked. <laughs> you just talked over yourself. I talked over myself. Yes. Well, that's good. <laughs> if I can interrupt anyone, I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem is you don't have headphones. You didn't realise. No. I, I, I pressed the microphones on a little bit too early and Lewis <laughs> from the past was still talking about the show that Lewis from the future is doing. Ah, well, that's good. Thank you. Let's talk about Argyle. Yeah. Let's talk Argyle. Now, um, do, uh, do you like Kingsman the Secret Service? Have yes. you seen Kingsman Secret Service? Yes. Right. So you, you do like... Taron Mat- Egerton. Yes. So you do like Matthew Vaughan then? The director, yes. Yes. Okay. So Argyle is the new film from Matthew Vaughan. Are you interested now? A little bit. <laughs> Plus Sam Rockwell's in it, right? Uh, Sam Rockwell is in this film. You know what I was turned off by? Julepa. Julepa? Yeah, she's a singer and she's in it. Oh, Julepa. Yeah. What, the, what role does she play in this film? Um, a woman with long legs. A woman with long legs. Because she's got long legs. Right. I'm she's not, tall. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, if she, She's wearing a dress. She is in it. I can confirm she's an IMDb. I don't know what character she plays. Mm. I don't know how much she's in it. So I don't think that should be something to put you off. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, okay, so Bryce Dallas Howard plays Ellie Conway. Ellie Conway is a writer of fiction, specifically spy fiction. You with me? I'm with you. Yeah. She's like, let's write some 007. Yeah. So her, her main character is a character called Argyle, played by Henry Cavill. And Henry Cavill has got a, a partner called White, played by John Cena. And the, so you don't see him at all in the movie? You don't see him at all, no. You just go, it's just always him playing off nothing. Um <laughs> Uh, Adriana DeBose plays Kiara, and uh, she's like the third person in their triumvirate of uh, spy people. Um, and so Bryce, uh, so Ellie Conway's written these books, um, and apparently uh, she's like gained the interest of legitimate a legitimate spy organization because the stuff she's writing in her books tends to be actually real and so sexual. So she's seeing into the future almost like a Madam Web. Maybe, maybe. Oh. May mm. um, but she comes into contact with uh, Aiden Wilde, played by Sam Rockwell, and Aiden Wilde is an actual spy, and he's there to protect Ellie Conway um, and help her in her task 
to not be dead. <laughs> <laughs> we would like you to not die. Let me help. Yes, yeah. So and she's got a cat. She has a cat. Yes, yes. Sorry, so, I'm tangenting again. No, no, you're you're telling facts. She <laughs> she, she does have a cat. The cat plays a, a major part in the story. Okay. Um, well, now I'm definitely interested. Yes, you've also got uh, uh, Brian Cranston as director Ritter. And he's the director of uh, a the the, 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 the spy, the spy organization. organization. Um, and it's this film you want to know as little as possible going in, mm-hmm. like just go in blank slate. Just just yep. don't don't think. Just go in with nothing in your mind and just experience and it. just experience this film. As as much as I've told you so far is as happy as I am to tell you about this film. Because uh, that's pretty much what you'll see if you watch the trailer. the trailer. This is true. Now, don't be going in there. Don't 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 do a deep dive. Don't find out. Don't don't read spoilers or find out anything else about this film. The essence of the enjoyment of this film is experiencing it as it goes along. Experience. <sighs> I the film. feel like I feel like that's the review of like a really deep and meaningful film. The essence of this film is experience. Oh, hell no. This but it definitely it like looks like this, a funny film. It's just silly, stupid fun. Don't be digging deep. Don't be trying to find like, you know, some sort of hidden value in this film. <laughs> this film is just just fun. If you, if you want to go there and see... You know, Henry Cavill and John Cena just being Henry Cavill and John Cena ring it up. Do that. Bryce Dallas Howard is just an amazing person. She's you watch her on screen, you just go, I wish wish I wish she was on more screens. Wish she was my friend. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. He should be in more movies. He's just, I love him. I've always loved him. Yeah, he's just great. Um Brian Cranston, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? You have to go and see the film. Find out. He's legit. Yelling at me, people. Yeah, yeah. It's no, this this film I enjoyed. Um, I thought it was great. If you do like you know Matthew Vaughan, if you like his sensibilities as a director, um, if you if you like action and stupid stuff, just stupid stupid stuff. <laughs> see this film. It's just I was going. I like it because the Kingsman. The Kingsman one and the Kingsman two are great. Yeah. The Kingsman, the the prequel one, I didn't enjoy that one as much. Not enough humor and yeah. that. It yeah. was just a bit too. What what what's, Dry? what's going on here, dudes? Right. We need more silliness. Mm. Um, this just pumps the silliness up, and, and it's just like there's particular scenes in the third act of the film where it's going, man, this is so dumb. I love it. <laughs> it's just like it's they they, they she they. Doing stuff in in a thing, and the thing it just like should be like if you're doing stuff in that thing, you should be a mess. And and she wasn't. And I was just like, going, I don't care. Is this like where she won a, like war heels in Jurassic Park and is like just running around? No, nah, no, this away is better. Dinosaurs oh, and she's oh, this is, this still is, in heels and her hair's perfect. No, nah, no, nah, nah, mate. This is just nah, this, mate. Is, this is like that to eleven. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Oh, it's like if you do you remember the head splody scene in the first Kingsman film? Where yes, like, yeah, yeah. If you love that scene. Go and see Argyle. Oh my That's god! All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I loved Argyle. I, I thought it was great. And and to the the critics uh, who said that Argyle is worth thirty two percent of the tomato meter, um, <laughs> no, you're wrong. That you don't find un- some joy yeah. in your yeah. life is if, what Lewis is saying. If you're the kind of person who goes to cinema, I, I don't enjoy a film unless I go there and come out depressed. <laughs> if it's not depressing, I don't want to know. It's like, just get it up, you mate, and uh, enjoy life. Seriously. I think this is what's missing. I think when you walk into a movie, you can't expect it to be mind-blowingly, like, you know, teaching you a lesson and being all like... It's a biography and or this is a lesson about life. You can walk into a film and just enjoy it for being stupid. Yeah, not everything. Like Violent Night. Exactly, exactly. Not everything has to change your life. Some things just has to like entertain you for... 90 minutes to an yeah. hour and a half. Oh, so 90, 90, 90, same thing. 90 minutes to 90 minutes to 180 minutes. Just like this. Or 90 minutes yeah. to uh, an hour yeah. and 58 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so, but this one here, it's interesting. The, so the tomato meter was uh, 32. The audience score is 72, where the audience is going, we actually liked it. So screw you guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but that was my thing is like, uh, and I'm going to give um, Argyle. 
um, four cat carry things. I want that partly because of the colour and partly because can you imagine my cats getting into one of them? I would die. Yeah. They'd scratch my eyeballs out. Yeah. Um, but I do like the colour, the now, lavender colour. That's very true. Now, I managed to get through the, the three reviews. Well done. The point I was uh, trying to make is is that don't just go off these aggregate scores on Rotten Tomato about whether a film is good and worth your time or money. Like, uh, look at the audience scores as well. Um, just look at the trailer. Like, read something about the film to see if, you, if you're going to... If you think... If you don't... If you see, like, something to go, I want to go and see that, then go and see it. <laughs> like, or pick a reviewer that you actually seem to align with and trust and I think when we talk about films we do always err on the side of like even if we don't like it go and have a look at what audience are are generally Mm. saying because if you kind of align with their sensibilities you know that you're probably going to be okay yeah I think the thing is we always look at those audience scores as opposed to the critic scores because unfortunately I know we are in the industry but um they do get a little bit too serious. Yeah, and, and I want them to keep making fun films because, as I said, like uh, Madam Web, they gave 15%. Uh, Argyle, they gave 32%. Um, and then there was, uh, like, The Humanist Vampire, they gave 83%. But that was more more arty, more independent. So, yeah, yeah. But then there was a film uh, Kat and I saw and Cecilia saw uh, a couple of weeks ago called How to Have Sex, which I haven't reviewed yet because it doesn't come out until March. Um and the the film, um, you know, it wasn't great. In my opinion, it wasn't great. Uh, well, that's because you already know. Yeah, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wrote the book, um, <laughs> but the uh, the critics were like ninety six percent, and the audience is sixty five percent. But I'm still like going, this isn't a great film. It's mm. not shot well. It's not written well. It's got bad values. It's like this is like that movie Licorice. Um, I can't even remember who did it because everyone was like, "Oh, this is a this." Oh, is it not Wes Anderson? The other one, Paul Paul Thomas hey, Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "This movie is amazing." I'm like, "Dude, it's she's." I, it doesn't matter that it's an older woman and he's a boy in high school. There is an age difference, and this is not right. This isn't the one that's out recently, is it? That, that it w- was out like a, a couple of years ago, and it, it had. Haim in it. One right. of the characters was played by one of the Haim sisters, you know, the singers. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just all over the place and it was dumb and I hated it. And all the critics were like, this is amazing. And yeah. oh, we're going to give it some awards. And I was like, this is so wrong. That's right. That's right. But They're, anyway. And it's also wrong that, uh, um, uh, you know, Barbie, like the awards, they didn't get Best Director, didn't get Best no, Actor. No, Greta Gerwig did not no. get nominated, That's which right. to I'm, me I'm, is ridiculous. I'm boycotting the Oscars again this year because Barbie <laughs> didn't get the nominations. But, yeah, anyway, uh, we should really get We here. should go. Um, if you're listening live, I am going to finish us off with a, um, a Sam Smith song, Writings on the Wall, which is from Bond. Um, see, it's nice. thematic. Thematic. Yeah. If you're not listening live, you're obviously listening to our podcast. In which case, you know, like us, follow, just, share, just, just do hum stuff. A, hum, hum a Bond film. Yeah, just yeah, Living Daylight. Something. Just, yeah. just do it. Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall's a good one. That's easy. Live and let die. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture. <laughs> <laughs>